Perfect Talkers on this episode, we got to talk about them tunnels in Brooklyn. You know the ones I'm talking about. Also, we got to talk about them tunnels and them bridges that they was blocking just to protest. What's going on with that? We got to talk about the airplane that the door just flew off. We got to talk about some new beef in the rap world. Your man Eric Spolster got a new contract. What's good with Nick Saban and Bill Belichick? And uh, how do you pronounce this kid's name? Oh, uh, Kanigan. I don't think that's how you pronounce his last name. It's the Perfect Talk Podcast, baby. Let's get it. Perfect Talk is what's good as your guy, DJ. Pluck a pluck a playboy. I'm in the building, man. How y'all doing? I got my Bills hat on right now. Y'all know it's playoffs in the NFL. I'm recording this before the Bills game, so hopefully they got a W because I got some money on the game, man, and I can really use it. I ain't going to hold you. You know, I love all my subscribers out here on YouTube, man. Keep running them numbers up. Please, please, please. And uh, we got to show love to a comment, man. Shout out to the user at Susan Millett. 6999. I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong, but it looks like Susan Millette, 6999. I mean, uh, she said Jelly Roll and his wife are the best, and I agree. And she commented on the uh, video that we dropped uh, Jelly Roll's best new artist, CMA, acceptance speech goes viral. Uh, so go check that out. I like to watch that video whenever I need a little bit of inspiration, a little bit of motivation. So go check that out up here or over there. Some probably up here, yeah, probably right there. Go check that video out, man. It's a good one. Um, yeah, get your day started right. But uh, let's get right into it, man. It's the Perfect Talk Podcast. You know we set things off with Plicka's Spotlight Story. My name is DJ Playboy, a.k.a. Plicka, and this is when I like to shine a light on just a subject that's been going on and may not have gotten enough shine. Maybe it has, and uh, I want to talk about it, though. This one is Taraji P. Henson. She had broke down in an interview with Gail King talking about the movie The Color Purple before it premiered. The uh, clip went viral because not only did she start crying, but she was talking about just not really receiving her due in Hollywood. Roger, you had the audacity to say you're thinking about getting, stopping acting. We said, stop talking. Hmm. Are you thinking about it? Um, mm. I'm just tired of working so hard, being gracious at what I do, getting paid a fraction of the cost. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of hearing my sister say the same thing over and over. Um, you get tired. I hear people go, you work a lot. Yeah. Well, have to. The math ain't mathing. Mm -hmm. And when you start working a lot, you know, you have a team. Mm -hmm. Big bills come with what we do. Yes. We don't do this alone. The no. fact that we're up is a whole entire team behind That's us. Right. Yes. They have to get paid. So when you hear someone saying, oh, such and such made $10 million. No, that's not that that didn't make it to their account. Mm -hmm. Know that off the top, Uncle Sam is getting 50%. That's right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So do the math. Mm -hmm. Now we have 5 million. Mm -hmm. Your team is getting 30% or whatever your team is off of what you grossed. Sometimes not more. after what Uncle Sam took. Now do the math. Mm -hmm. So I just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm only human. And, and mm -hmm. it seems every time I do something and I break another glass ceiling, when it's time to renegotiate, I'm at the bottom again. Mm -hmm. Like I never mm -hmm. did what I just did. Mm -hmm. And I'm just tired. Mm -hmm. tired. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. This set off a chain reaction of, you know, people reacting to what Taraji said. Uh, some of them being, you know, 50 Cent, 
you know, basically telling her to come over to Death Row Records. <laughs> you know what I mean? He could he could show you what he got. Mary J. Blige paid for stars. You know what I mean? Over there at, at, at on the Power series that they got going on. Uh, Vivica Fox. The conversation that Taraji kind of continued over Monique. You know, you're an actress. You've been out there. Is this the perfect time to kind of talk about that in the right platform? You know, darling, to each his own. Do you know what I mean? I'm very happy, very blessed. And... Uh, to each his own. I didn't have that experience, so, you know, but to uh, get your piece out is important. I totally understand that, and uh, I love my girls for looking out for each other, but uh, I'm good. Uh, you know, her response to it was seen as maybe being a little bit uh, dismissive about it, but I think Vivica was being real. It wasn't her experience. She gets that guap the way that she does, and I think 50 is able to talk about it from his standpoint because uh they produce the projects that they that they also make and that they star in and that gives you another set of leverage in terms of what you're going to get paid it's more like being a boss um even oprah decided to respond to what taraji has said about this whole taraji you know i, I heard i was trending yesterday what? Uh, because people are saying that I was not supporting Taraji. Taraji will tell you herself that I've been the greatest champion of this film, championing not only the behind-the-scenes production, but also everything that everybody needed. So whenever I heard that there was something that people needed, I'm not in charge of the budget because that's Warner Brothers. You mm -hmm, know, that's mm -hmm. the way the studio system course, works. And we as producers, everybody gets their salary. That's negotiated by your team. And so whenever I heard there was an issue or there was a problem, there was a problem with the cars or there was a problem with the food, I would step in and do whatever I could to make it right. And I believe that she would even vouch for that and say that it's I true. I think she would vouch for that. I can vouch for that because I've seen you and your work and behind yeah. the scenes, how you step in and well, you have put your own money up. For everybody being the greatest and rising to the, meet the rising of their own life, and so, I mean, all this stuff about there's a, you know, there's a, there was something online about uh, us being separated at the top of the Empire State Building. On that particular day, we were so cold, so I don't know what kind of body language people were talking about. I I was like just trying to stay warm, and that was the fourth thing we had done, and so I I, I you know. There, there, there's no validity to there being a thing between Taraji and I. Yeah, you know, Oprah, Oprah's like, yo, I, I, I help out whenever I can. I don't control the budgets. That's not my job over there in the production of The Color Purple. You know what I mean? But whenever things were brought to light to my attention, I made sure I got them what they needed. Um, it was also kind of weird that Taraji, you know, says that's her experience in Hollywood, but she did it on the junket for The Color Purple. Um, maybe she feels some type of way about the way she was treated. On the set, uh, rumors have come out that she's had to fight. And not even rumors. I think she's confirmed it that, you know, she had to fight for transportation for the actors. They initially had given them rental cars and she had to point out, you know, that's an insurance liability. That's not safe uh, for them to be out there driving themselves to and from set. The things that Taraji brought up in her response to Gail King was kind of like turned into her kind of, you know, caping up for black actresses you know she she ended it by saying you know uh if i can't fight for them coming up behind me then what the f am i doing and it's true you know what i mean i think you definitely have to uh set a precedent but also i think it's, it's weird for me to like truly sympathize because like i gotta imagine like actors know that you know there's not always gonna be 
pay the same way per project, right? Like I'm imagining if you have a film with a lot of uh, big name stars, you know, that, that big budget is now broken up among a lot of big names. Um, you got to imagine that some projects don't have the money to even pay you guys what you were paid on the last film. So I think to like judge it on a, a scale where, you know, you hit a certain accomplishments and you hit a certain level. Now this is what you're can demand from every single project. I don't even think that's realistic because how are the independent films going to give you what a big budget film was? You know what I mean? And you're, you're choosing these projects. You, you, you're choosing to either, you know what I mean? Maybe take a pay cut to make this artistic project you wanted to make, or, you know, you go with the big budget prepackaged, fresh out the box movie that you know is going to make a certain amount, make it work, but it might not feed that artistic bug inside of you. So, you know, it's a catch 22, you know what I mean? With, with, with actors, uh, Terrence Howard also came out and said, I think a clip was going viral about him. And I think, I'm not sure if it's new or it's old. I think it might've resurfaced, but just him talking about how with hustling flow, you know, he wasn't, he doesn't receive royalties for any of the songs that are on the soundtrack that he performs because they, they said it was made under the fictional character DJ. And, you know, to me, that just shows that, you know what I mean, we, we, we can always be taken advantage of. We can always be fooled if we're not on our P's and Q's, if we don't got lawyers checking over things. Um, also, you know what I mean, a lot of actors are coming from a place of hunger or maybe desperation where they just like, oh, Terrence said it in the clip. I just I was trying to pay my rent, so I signed whatever they put in front of me. Um, but we can't always be quick to do that because it comes back to bite you. So definitely, I think that there is a racial aspect to what Taraji was saying, I think that that does exist between, you know, white actors and black actors. But in the case of a Vivica, in the case of a 50 Cent, you got to go out and get it yourself. And are a lot of people willing to do what Vivica Fox does to produce her own stuff, what 50 Cent does to produce his own stuff? They're probably not. You know what I mean? They're probably not willing to take that on. And it's like, then you're at the whim of what Hollywood is going to give you. And that makes me want to take it to our next segment. One of my favorites over here at Perfect Talk Podcast is called Have You Heard? I see some headlines in the news. I bring them to the table here at the Perfect Talk Podcast and we talk about it. If you don't know, now you know. You probably seen the viral videos, man. It was Hasidic Jews in Brooklyn just going crazy. <laughs> Beefing with the police. You know what I mean? Getting maced. Throwing pews over, you ain't know what was going down. And uh, after the video went viral, come to find out there were tunnels underneath a synagogue in Brooklyn, a historic Brooklyn synagogue. Um, these tunnel systems led to, you know, like an apartment and, and, and different areas, different buildings that they can have access from that building over to the synagogue. Um, but underneath, they also had, you know, some things underground. Uh I think a lot of mattresses were found, a lot of bloody cloths and fabrics and, and have no idea what's going on. You get mixed reports about what's what's going on. We were told that this initially happened uh, was discovered by the NYPD after a robbery was done using the tunnel system. Either way, it all came to a head and it went viral. <laughs> Uh, you can see people, it just looks crazy, man. You got people coming out of the tunnel system. You got people coming out with zip ties around their hands because the NYPD, uh, wasn't playing that. They was definitely getting, letting them get real rowdy though. You know, a lot of people in the comments was pointing out that, you know what I mean? They were receiving a lot of grace that a lot of other races wouldn't be getting being that rowdy with the police. 
And I got to agree with that. That is true. Um, whatever the case may be, we're not hearing much <laughs> about it. You know what I mean? I, I have a feeling that, you know, there's going to be sealed up and it's going to be done. But I don't know how, what's going to come out of this, what's going to come from it. But it definitely led for, you know, a very interesting viral moment on the Internet. Have you heard? I know if you in the NYC, New York City area, you had to see the pro-Palestine protesters block three New York City bridges as well as the Holland Tunnel. <laughs> Over 330 people were arrested uh, after blocking the entrances to the Holland Tunnel and three bridges in New York City. They were demonstrators for the shut it down for Palestine rally, and they were shutting it down. Uh, but one thing is... You're going to piss New Yorkers off by shutting it down. <laughs> People in New York got places to go. You know what I mean? They, they they might feel some sympathy for your struggle, but once you stop them from getting to where they got to be, your, your struggle goes out the window. You know what I mean? You 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 die. And you we've seen it. We've seen viral moments. You know what I mean? We've seen people just shocked by what's happening. We've seen people like, yo, I'm getting through one way or the other. That's it, idiots. You can't do that. That's against the law. create chaos you got to make a stir in order to get your point across but i don't know if it's gonna get people on your side to piss them off to just shut stuff down because you know what i mean like that's ambulances that's fire trucks that's people that gotta get to go pick up their kids you know what i mean like my man was saying the other day like his his daycare bill goes up if you late to pick your kids up so this ain't the way <laughs> that ain't the move you know what i mean and they was doing it for a while, you know what I mean? They, they they tried it during the parade, the Macy's Day Parade. They've been shutting down a lot of things just wherever they can. And uh, this this was outlandish, man. Like I said, it led to 303 arrests. Um, about 100 demonstrators were blocking traffic at the peak of their protests. You see them, man. They had their... They had concrete-filled tires to chain themselves together. They had signs saying, USA, stop arming Israel. Another sign that says, lift the siege on Gaza. It's nuts, man. I, res I once again, respect, you know, peaceful protests. But you doing it by blocking traffic is not the move, man. You're not going to get New York City folk on your side by doing that. You ain't going to get anybody on your side by doing that. Have you heard a Boeing 737 MAX 9? Lost a part of its plane, a door plug, mid-air, mid-flight. There was 171 passengers on this plane. You know what I mean? There was three babies. There was four unaccompanied minors. Um, it was a scary situation. You know what I mean? You had things getting thrown, getting blown, getting sucked out of the plane. Um, 
good people having reports of uh hearing an explosion hearing a boom so i gotta imagine that was scary for people you know just in the age of terrorism and all the stuff that's going down um but the videos that have come out of just them being mid-air just with the door missing the door jam or whatever it's called missing that is is crazy like flying just for some people is a big fear so i gotta imagine this causes some anxiety and some of those people you know moving forward um but since the incident has happened faa has grounded all uh boeing 737 max 9s um equipped with the door plugs um the faa has also found out about other problems with the max 9 uh a, a, Alaska Airlines, which is the airline that this happened on, as well as United reported findings of uh, loose bolts on door plugs uh, when when conducting their inspections on it. Also with the plane that lost their, their door plug, four bolts haven't been located and uh, the NTSB investigators said they haven't been able to locate them as of yet. So they're not sure if the bolts were there before the plane took off or, you know, I mean, they're still investigating what's happened, but Throw some prayers to just the people that have to go through that. Like, that that was nuts. You know what I mean? And and no one, no casualties, nobody passed away. This could have been, you know what I'm saying, a lot worse, I believe, had they been a little bit higher, had they even been lower. Like, it's, they it, God was on their side. That's all, you know what I mean? You could say, and that's all, that's all you could take from this, man. It's just a crazy situation. Have you heard, in a news week that brought us, the likes of Stephen A. Smith beefing with Jason Whitlock. You got to be happy to get back to some good old-fashioned rap beef. That's right, man. Well, your man, 21 Savage, on his new album, appears to be taking shots at a gunner. Let's listen. Once you cross that line, it ain't no trying to fix it. You want me to forgive you? Let's be realistic. I can't kick it with your kind like I tore my meniscus. How you go from co-defending to a fucking witness? They'll stand on couches with you, but won't stand on business. Whoa. I watched everybody turn on my brother like he ain't have him out here flying jets and fucking bitches. This shit ridiculous. I gotta respect that. I gotta respect that. But I don't know if they, they say that, you know, the internet's saying that, that 21's getting that gunner with that. I think he's getting at all the young thugs, homies who took plea deals in any way, shape, or form. I mean, Gunner just might just be the most famous, but it sounds like his beef is more so with the people that decided to take plea deals. And and from what I know, you know what I mean? Uh, although a lot of the industry seems to be taking the, the stance of what they want to consider people as, I haven't really heard young thug come out and say, you know what I mean, what he thinks of, you know, the people that have done that or if that was something that he told them to do so. Something that we're looking at, and uh, definitely interesting take from 21 Savage. We'll see if Gunner has bars for anybody out there who's got something to say about him. Also, your man ASAP Rocky, you know what I mean? Rihanna's boot thing came back on Kid Cudi's album at you got Drizzy Drake. Uh, if you don't know, you know, Drake had a lot of bars off his last album for uh, Rihanna and even ASAP Rocky. And ASAP Rocky had this to say. Okay, respectable, respectable. See, I think it's very weird, you know what I mean, when we live in an era where, I don't know, Drake, like, it's like the men's, Rihanna and ASAP Rockies together with two kids, seem like they got a little family going on, you know what I mean, to still really try to interject yourself into all that, it just seems kind of weird, um... 
But also, you know, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I think ASAP could have came harder with the response, but you know what I mean? Like, he's like, if you want to throw subliminals, I'm going to throw subliminals too. Another situation your man Drake found himself in is uh, when he was shouting out 21 Savage's uh, album. Threw some emojis over Metro Boomin's name. If you don't know, you know what I mean? Drake and Metro Boomin have uh, been kind of going at it. Uh, after Metro Boomin felt like his album wasn't getting the same type of accolades as uh, Drake and 21 Savage album. This is a more respectable beef, Drake. I mean, although it happens over social media, it's kind of subtweeting. It, uh, I, I get it. Like, why did Metro Boomin feel like he had to compare the albums to each other? I get that. But it looks like 21 Savage kind of had put things to the side with uh, Metro Boomin. And uh, maybe it's about time you do too, man. Let 2024 be the, the year of peace. It's an election year. We got all this other nonsense going on. We could just chill out and have some peace among us. You know what I mean? But uh, it's probably not going to happen. It's the rap game. Also, man, I got to tell y'all real quick news in the sports world, man. Shout out to your guy, Eric Spolstra. He signed one of the biggest contracts in North American history. Got $120 million historic eight-year uh, contract extension, which is huge for the Miami Heat. You know what I mean? Pat Riley looking out for your boy. And uh, real quickly, his wife, excuse me, his ex-wife, who we just recently divorced, started getting trolled. <laughs> a lot of people saying that she's fumbled the bag and shout out to the heat for for looking out you know what i mean waiting till the divorce was all done before they gave your man eric Spolster the bag definitely responded you know what i mean to to the trolling and felt like you know she's in a lose-lose situation because you know what i mean you get with a famous guy people say you're just chasing her for the money then you you know move on and people will tell you you fumbled the bag so you know what I mean? She she realizes the internet is a place where, you know what I mean, you can't win. Uh, but Eric Spolster is winning. That che- that contract is, <laughs> you know what I mean, ridiculous. And he deserves it. He definitely, they have a culture there. They have a winning culture. And, and let's see what they could do moving forward. Shout out to Eric Spolster getting that bag. And it's all his. He ain't, he ain't got to share it with nobody, man. That's beautiful. Um, And his wife, I'm sure she's doing well for herself based off of, <laughs> you know what I mean, what they was able to do. So. We'll see. Oh, Spolster wasn't broke before this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, also, shout out to Nick Saban and Bill Belichick, man. Nick Saban retired this year as the Alabama head coach. You know, say he wanted to step away from the college game. Didn't like the way the game is going with the college playoffs. Also with uh, NIL deals and the way, you know what I mean, the transfer portal. You know what I mean? It, it, it's turning the game into, in his words, he said it was getting a little bit too close to semi-pro. Um, and felt it was his time to move on. Uh, Bill Belichick decided to step away uh, mutually part ways with the Patriots. They definitely set him off with respect. Um, and it's expected that he's going to, you know what I mean, probably side with another team in the near future because Bill still got some coaching in him, you know what I mean? And, and, and we'll see what he decides to do. And last but not least, we got to talk about your guy who went viral this week, high school player Noah Kaniga. <laughs> Kaniga, that's my Kaniga. Uh, Noah Kaniga went viral because you know the way his name is spelled K-N-I-G-G-A. Uh, the Lawrence High School athlete, uh, was interviewed by RG3 to find out exactly how you pronounce his name, uh, where he said it was, uh, K-Nigga or K-Nigga. I don't know how you say it. I, it's K-Nigga to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Noah Kaniga. I don't think that's how you pronounce his last name. Or they're about to change it because he was on with Robert Griffin III. And they said it was, and I wrote it down just to be double sure, Kanega. Kanega. 
Yes, it's Noah Kanega, and they said okay. it multiple times. Okay, then it's a Kanega, but uh, Robert Griffin definitely sat down with him, trying to figure that out. Uh, what it's called, and the kid is talented from what I hear. With a name like that, and people probably already talking about NIL deals for Noah. Uh, I'm sure, you know, what I mean, he's gonna be going places. I heard he's nice at basketball. I heard he's nice on the football field. So, shout out to Noah Kaniga. Definitely get all the money you can. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? While your 15 minutes is popping right now, young man. Uh, right now we gotta take it to things I seen on the internet. You know, if you don't know, now you know that this is a. I found a couple of videos, you know, online and and bring them to the table. To my people here at the Perfect Talk Podcast. First one up, man. Damn. Asian dude. He 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 ain't want to wait. Whatever shorty was telling him behind his glass, <laughs> whatever she was denying him, he needed that. He slammed the whole glass, dog. Damn. Looked like he took the bag, too. <laughs> That either money or some type of form or something like that, but he needed to get through there. Sometimes you got to be respectful of what you say to these people, man. You can't just be talking to them all crazy. And this next one, we were just talking about YSL, man. This one comes from uh, YSL co-founder, Trontavius Stevens. I seen him on the stand and uh, I had to bring this to the table, y'all, because they had my man struggling on the stand. Oh, that objection. That means you can answer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be about sixth grade. So whatever. What about you, about 11 or 12 in the sixth grade? Did you tell the jury what year you remember first becoming or being a member of Bob? I'm trying to count them. Kind of bad with math. That's why I ain't passed the math part of my GD yet. Let me ask you a different question. Why you count? No, no. One thing at a time. One thing at a time. Okay. If I was in sixth grade, I'm trying to put what year I was in sixth grade. How old were you in sixth grade? I was trying to do my math. Don't do the math. Okay. <laughs> what year were you in? 1993. My man grabbed the pen. <laughs> so, in 2013, would that have made about 20? 2013. 93, 13, that puts us at 2010, which makes you got the lawyer struggling with her, man. He's going too fast. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, to be fair, math ain't easy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they put, they had my man under pressure, bro. They had him struggling. The next one comes from a video you had to see by now, man. It's your guy, 
the judge jumper. You know what I mean? He he was not having it with the judge. He was not feeling it. But I seen this from a different angle, and and, and this was like when he got to right before. You know what I mean? He 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 lost it. His whole speech and his monologue and what he had to say. This was this was his closing arguments. We let y'all check it out. He likes into prison for a second time. Have you looked at your criminal history? Three felonies, a gross, nine misdemeanors, multiple DVs. Got a lot going on, sir. Battery on a protected person, robberies, attempt home invasion. I'm trying to learn from my mistakes. I feel like I shouldn't be sent to prison, but if it's appropriate for you, then you have to do what you have to do. But I figure that I'm in a better place in my life. I'm not doing drugs. You know, I'm not out there committing crimes now. The criteria of me saying this is that I'm a person that never stops trying to do the right things, even if it's hard. And I, I think the best I appreciate that, but I think it's time that he gets a taste of something else because I just can't with that history. My man went through like three different personalities, dude. Like, what is going on? <laughs> My man was able to give a whole full speech. He was able to, you know what I mean, speak eloquently, use the word criteria, appropriate, you know what I mean? And uh, she wasn't having it. She had to give him a taste. <laughs> and he he was like, nah, I, ain't, I don't want to taste it. Whatever you talking about tasting, I ain't trying to taste. I ain't trying to go back, man. And that's another episode in the books, y'all. She got DJ Playboy, man. You can find me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at DJ Playboy. You can also find me on Instagram at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Follow Perfect Talk on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. And also go check out the website right here, man, www.perfecttalkpodcast.com, man. Shout out to the good folks over at Phaser, too. You know, every podcast can be found right there on the website phasermedia.com. Go check them out, too, man. Shout out to the Phaser boys. They be holding me down, man. Every episode of Perfect Talk Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever your podcast is available, we go on there. We holding it down, man. And of course, on YouTube, make sure you leave a comment, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe, make sure you do the damn thing, man, because we holding it down for the whole YouTube crowd out here. Shout out to everybody showing love. And uh, yeah, we up out of here, man. Like I like to say all the time, man, spread love. It's the Brooklyn way. We holding it down, man. Go check out the website and uh, go Bills all the way to the Super Bowl, baby. That game got postponed, so uh, I'm going to go enjoy that. Peace.